there. Welcome to Jake's place. Overlooking the beautiful north shore of Lake Erie. I'm your host, Tia McGrath, and this is my podcast for storytellers. Well, thank you so much for joining us today at Jake's Place for episode number 19. This is our final episode of season one, and I just can't believe how quickly the time has gone. When we started this a year ago, we had just begun the COVID-19 lockdown. Tommy and I were facing all of the cancellations of all of our tours, our fans, our friends, all of us were just so frightened and scared and and really not knowing where to turn, how to reach out to each other, how to comfort ourselves. So we came up with our idea of maybe this is the perfect time to start our own podcast show, something Tommy and I have been wanting to do for a long time, but because we were on the road so much, it was really hard to commit to that endeavor. So we did. We quickly changed our studio around. We came up with the idea of songs and tales, talking about our songs, our adventures on the road, and of course, Jake, the road dog. It has been just an amazing, amazing adventure. And Tommy, I just got to say, you've been just learning so much and doing such a great job over there, editing and at the helm of the mixer and and all kinds of fun things that you're doing. And we're still growing. In fact, as we head into April and we come back with episode one of season two, (laughs) we might have some tricks up our sleeve and some new surprises. But first, we have some celebrating to do with all of you. Because of you guys and your love and your support all around the world, you have helped us reach our milestone goal of, wait for it, 2,000 downloads within one year. Thank you so much, everyone. So raise your cuppa. Here's to you, our positively possum Jake's Place neighbors and friends around the world. We love you. And meanwhile, here in Ontario, Premier Ford has just put us into another COVID lockdown. Easter weekend, it begins, and for 28 days, non-essentials are closed. But you know what? I'd rather be home doing our part so we can finally get rid of this pandemic once and for all. I hope all of you are doing great in your little corner of the world, getting your vaccinations and staying safe and healthy so we can all be together. Let's just keep our eye on the ball, guys. We're, we're so close. We're so close right now to, to beating this pandemic. And in the meantime, April is a beautiful month, a good time to catch up on movies and shows. In fact, the Oscars which were normally in March, have been moved to Sunday, April 25th. Tommy and I have been enjoying watching the nominated movies this year, and we do that every year, don't we, Tommy? We love it. It's actually one of our favorite times. We get to sit back and see some new stuff. Of course, Anthony Hopkins and Olivia Colman are absolutely brilliant in The Father. Uh, In my opinion, I've never seen a role acted with such perfection as Anthony Hopkins, who plays The Father of Olivia Coleman, and he he has dementia. And it's kind of like they take you right into the experience. 
you experience what it's like to have dementia because you're looking at it through Anthony Hopkins' eyes. And there's another one we watched, Tommy, The Sound of Metal. That was so... Um, the title itself makes you think it's something else, but it's not. It was so surprising and really, really good. Yeah, it really affected us. I, I, not just because we're musicians and because... One of the things the musician fears the most is losing their hearing, right? And I don't want to, spoiler alert, I don't want to do spoiler alert, but because it's a love story as well that, um, that was really kind of, I don't know, it's just beautiful. It beautiful. was amazing. I noticed a lot of the movies this year are based on quirky and diverse characters too, like Nomadland. And characters that all have an incredible story and message, yet they're outside of the circle, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> they're just setting the script to allow us, like I said, into the experience of the characters, not just being told the story, but actually experience what they, what they are, which is very fascinating. As a songwriter, even, this gives me a new perspective that is this the way we should start writing our songs, thinking more of that rather than just telling the story from our perspective actually write it write them in such a way that the audience like like our conductor for a day for example i think would be that yeah we've been receiving some wonderful responses from our latest episodes and i wanted to share an email with you that we received from our loyal follower betty cheney our dear neighbor jake's place neighbor and this is a follow-up to the interview i did in episode 18 with rachel slade from New England, and also the question I posed, if you were a river, which would you be? And Betty wrote to us. I love Jake's Place podcast this week. What an amazing woman to report on why so many animals are coming from the South. Wow, my heart would break seeing that. Thank goodness they are coming north and east to be rescued from a terrible life. I appreciate these podcasts more than you will ever know. I can pause and be with my friends for this time and sit and enjoy. The music is always terrific. If I were a river, I would love to be the Colorado River, running through the Grand Canyon. That river has washed through layers of history like no other. What a fantastic journey that would be. Hugs and love, Betty. Thank you, Betty Cheney. You're awesome. I think it's time we play a song, and I've selected the title track from our Outside the Circle album for all of the Outside of the Circle friends and family here and all the Outside of the Circle nominees at this year's Oscars Awards. This is from the first album Tommy and I recorded together in Nashville and actually one of the first songs we ever wrote together. And hey, what's a skinny mocha anyway? <laughs> Something I ain't seen before 
Love that song. Standing in the spotlight naked, just playing my guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the days, Tommy. Those were the days. <laughs> and the girls from Savannah, Georgia. Do you remember when we played that down there? And they came up with their own little line dance. Their that was a really cool thing dance. to see them out there with their hands. And they do. Yeah, that was really cool. Aw, yeah. And I don't need a skinny mocha. I like my coffee straight up black. Tommy makes the best cup of joe in the world, <laughs> I have to say. So uh, there we have it. Wow, little flashback there. April showers bring May flowers. Yes, I've noticed already little purple and white flowers popping up in the gardens when I walk Miko and Savvy in the mornings. And Tommy came home the other day with the most beautiful Easter lily. I've never seen one like this. It's a kind of a pinky purple color and smells just absolutely heavenly. 
And I wanted to make sure and preserve it as long as I can, keep the blooms a blooming. So I did some research on the internet for the best ways to water your flowers. I already knew that using warm water and a couple tablespoons of sugar helps nourish the flowers and promotes opening the blooms. But did you guys know that adding two tablespoons of white vinegar helps inhibit the growth of bacteria and keeps the flowers fresher longer? I did not know that. How does vinegar make it fresher? Well, it's cleaning out the bacteria in the water. Ah, that's um, kind of neat. I never knew that. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that cool? And if you don't have vinegar or sugar, apparently lemon-lime soda mixed with warm water does the same trick. Very interesting. Who knew? Wow. Every time I see a beautiful Easter lily flower, it fills my heart with hope. The hope of a new spring and Easter blessing. So thank you, Tommy, for bringing home my beautiful <laughs> Easter lily. You're welcome. As Lady Bird Johnson said, where flowers bloom... So does hope. Wow. I've been reading some really great dog stories on social media lately, too. Um, Tommy, do you remember the one about the lost dog in North Carolina who kept running into... You guys have probably seen this. This, this runaway dog, kept stray, kept running into the dollar store after a purple unicorn toy. <laughs> So apparently this dog would wait for people to come in and out of the store, and every time the door opened, he would run in and try to grab this toy. It was after this one particular purple unicorn stuffed animal. And so finally the manager locked the door and called the police, and a female police officer arrived, and she bought the dog the toy, the purple unicorn. <laughs> and it was so adorable. They had, they had little pictures of him sitting in the cage at the at the uh, Humane Society with the purple toy. and i never seen such a big smile. Oh, wasn't he gorgeous? He was cute. Yeah, and I thought it was kind of ironic. He was from North Carolina where we got Miko and Savvy, too. And our story last week was about the, the animals being rescued from North Carolina and uh, further south. So it's kind of serendipitous, isn't it, the way, the way things always, stories come about. In fact, I came across an inspirational piece that I want to share with all of you today, and I found this earlier, maybe even before Christmas, and, but I wanted to save it for the perfect timing, and I thought, this might be it. It's Easter, it's April, we're talking about puppies and kitties, and um, this one speaks of friendship, love, and loyalty. The author is Anonymous. A man and his dog were walking along a road. The man was enjoying the scenery when it suddenly occurred to him that he was dead. He remembered dying and that the dog walking beside him had been dead for years. He wondered where the road was leading them. After a while, they came to a high, white stone wall along one side of the road. It looked like fine marble. At the top of a long hill, it was broken by a tall arch that glowed in the sunlight. When he was standing before it, he saw, he saw a magnificent gate in the arch that looked like mother of pearl, and the street that led to the gate looked like pure gold. He and the dog walked toward the gate, and as he got closer, he saw a man at a desk to one side. When he was close enough, he called out, Excuse me, where are we? This is heaven, sir, the man answered. 
Would you happen to have some water? The man asked. Of course, sir. Come right in and I'll have some ice water brought right up. The man gestured and the gate began to open. Can my friend, gesturing toward his dog, come in too? The traveler asked. I'm sorry, sir, but we don't accept pets. The man thought a moment and then turned back toward the road and continued the way he had been going with his dog. After another long walk and at the top of another long hill, he came to a dirt road leading through a farm gate that looked as if it had never been closed. There was no fence. As he approached the gate, he saw a man inside, leaning against a tree and reading a book. Excuse me, he called to the man. Do you have any water? Yeah, sure. There's a pump right over there. Come on in. How about my friend here? The traveler gestured to the dog. There should be a bowl by the pump. They went through the gate, and sure enough, there was an old-fashioned hand pump with a bowl beside it. The traveler filled the water bowl and took a long drink himself. Then he gave some, then he gave some to the dog. When they were full, he and the dog walked back toward the man who was standing by the tree. What do you call this place? The traveler asked. This is heaven, he answered. Well, that's confusing, the traveler said. The man down the road said that was heaven, too. Oh, you mean the place with the gold street and pearly gates? No, that's hell. Doesn't it make you mad for them to use your name like that? No, we're just happy that they screen out the folks who would leave their best friends behind. Brothers and sisters, let's walk together side by side. Let's end this division and hatred with open hearts and open minds. Led by a vision of glory. Dancing in the new Jerusalem We'll follow to the end of our journey Ever known as the faithful ones See a million marching footprints From each direction River and build that bridge to the other side, led by a vision of glory and dancing in the new Jerusalem. We'll follow to the end of our journey. Ever known as a faithful ones Let's 
story They'll say we walked by Hope and grace Moved even The highest mountain Left this world A better place mm, Led by A vision of glory Sweet sounds of Tommy playing on the band guitar from our <laughs> Stubborn in My Blood album. That's one of the um, neatest instruments that we've um, been able to use in the last couple albums. And um, having a band guitar is, uh, is fun for guitar players because it makes us um, be able to get the banjo sounds without having to learn how to play a five-string banjo with the claw hammer um, techniques and stuff. It's it, it's a six string banjo, strung like a guitar, um, played like a guitar, and is tuned just like a guitar. So um, what inspired us to get one was, uh, we saw Keith Urban playing one um, about five, eight years ago, and uh, he was playing it on the on the CMAs, and, and wow, what did that, was that ever just a, a really cool sound and easy for us to put together, so definitely needed to put that into our our uh, our records. It was so much fun. It gives it kind of that little Appalachian sound, doesn't it? Very Appalachian, yeah. Yeah, and it's a neat, like you said, it's a neat instrument to have around the studio because when you need that little something um, different, a little different kind of flavor on a track, it kind of gives that little. Um, it's not quite a dulcimer. It's not quite a mandolin, right? It's just got that, but yet a little bit of a high-end thing, too. Right, right. So April is also the month of Easter, and Easter's come up so quickly this year, don't you think? It, I did feel like it was like, wow, right there. It was just Christmas just a little while ago. I know, and it's Sunday, April 4th is Easter Sunday, if you've ever wondered why, unlike Christmas or other holidays, Easter changes dates every year, I have found your answer in the Farmer's Almanac. And what I found was, why does Easter fall on a different date each year? Easter and the many church holidays related to it, such as Ash Wednesday, Palm Sunday, and Good Friday, are called movable feasts because they do not fall on a fixed date on the Gregorian calendar which follows the cycle of the sun and the seasons. Instead, these days follow 
a lunisolar calendar, similar to Jewish holidays. According to the 4th century ruling, the date of Easter is set for the first Sunday following the full, first full moon of spring, occurring on or shortly after the vernal equinox, or spring equinox. March 22nd is the earliest Easter can occur in any given year, and April 25th is the latest. If that first spring full moon occurs on a Sunday, then Easter will be observed the following Sunday. My theory is early spring, early Easter, early spring. <laughs> I like that. Late Easter, late spring. Mark my words. We'll have an early spring. Mark me, Tommy. Mark me, Tommy. <laughs> and some other cool things I found in the Farmer's Almanac while I was there. Um, for all of you dog lovers who are like us, we don't have little children around the house, but we're just itching to do an Easter egg hunt. You can still do an Easter egg hunt for your dogs. Speaking of which, there's Miko. Come on in, Meek. <laughs> right on cue. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Miko's in the other room calling Savannah May. Paris? Paramenter is a founder and co-publisher of Dog Tipper. Along with her husband, John Bigley, she has authored over 30 books on pets and travel, including the Healthy Hound Cookbook in Simon & Schuster and Texas with Dogs and Open Road. (laughs) Paris says, why not plan an Easter egg hunt for your dog? Hard boil some eggs the night before. Of course, you'll need to peel them. Then hide them in your yard or around the house, if you dare, <laughs> or your local park. Just make sure you scout the area for discarded candy or other food that might make your dog sick. Along with other ideas for your Easter egg hunt can be freeze-dried liver, small squares of cheese, tiny pieces of chicken jerky, dog biscuits, cubes of cooked chicken, pieces of warmed hot dog, and kibble. The most important factor is to select food your dog loves and tolerates in amounts he normally eats. Never allow your dog to eat Easter chocolate or any other foods that are toxic for dogs. And I just read where grapes are not good for dogs either. Chocolate and grapes. Mm, bad, bad. So one of you goes out into the yard to hide the food and make the first couple of pieces easy to find so your dog gets the idea what's going on. Well, the dog stays indoors. And then once the food is hidden, it's time to release the hounds. <laughs> so I think that's what we're going to do. We're going uh, to boil up some, some eggs and make sure we remember how many we've hidden, Tommy, so that they, especially in the house, if we do it in the house, if it's raining. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine after Ooh. a couple of days? Was that you? No, that wasn't me. That was, that was one of the eggs left behind. <laughs> Uh, and of course you know what take pictures guys take pictures we just did something cool um dirksen's country store here in port rowan karen is karen is just so amazing and she's been uh, selling our jake the road dog books so i went down the other day and said to karen i have a i have an idea her little packages of vegetable seeds just came in and, of course, they're, they're getting ready for their baby chicks to arrive, too. And uh, so we are selling Jake the Road Dog book down there. And anyone who buys a book down there gets a free package of pumpkin seeds. 
to encourage families to go home and, and plant pumpkins together. And then hopefully in the fall, we can have a pumpkin contest and see who, who grew the largest pumpkin and um, share their selfies with us at Jake's Place, songsandtales.com too. So if you haven't checked out our new website, jakesplacesongsandtales.com. Before we play this next song, I just want to talk about the incredible Good Friday Easter service that I watched online today uh, from St. Peter's Lutheran Church in Simcoe. And it was, it was absolutely beautiful. And it was so, because he allowed us to reflect after every, every message and every part of the story, the Good Friday story, um, the pastor allowed us time to just stop and, and be still in our own thoughts and prayers. And really what he was talking about was love, hope, renewal, and joy, and of course, forgiveness, right? And he kept stressing forgiveness, forgiveness in this world where everything is so crazy and we don't understand people, we don't understand our politicians, we don't understand this and that and the other thing. Forgiveness, forgiveness, forgiveness. And I was thinking about the song that we wrote called Thorn in My Heart. And there's not many songs that have been written about the Easter story. We wrote this song when one day I had this image of a thorn in my heart. I was struggling with something, and it was like this piercing thorn in my heart that was making my heart bleed. And then I thought about how Jesus wore his crown of thorns on his head. And it was almost as if he had taken that thorn from my heart and put it on his head. And I shared that with Tommy, and we knew we had to write this song. We've never really recorded it, have we, Tommy? No, um, we haven't yet. Uh, we just got an acoustic version. Um, Mark Giuliano, um, our good buddy down in Savannah, um, he was um, uh, reflecting with something he wanted to ta uh, talk about in, in his service, and he asked if, if we could send him that version of that song because uh, he remembered it, and um, so we dug it up and went down memory lane and 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 thought back, wow, this is such a cool song, we need to make a really great version of this. But here is the acoustic guitar vocal from the Nashville Sessions. You could have chosen A crown made of gold With rubies and diamonds That a king just like you should own But you chose to suffer For me instead When you let them place All the sin of the world on your head You took the thorn in my heart And wore it in a crown No great 
out to sing the harmonies on there and just busting just i oh, it, oh, yeah <laughs> let's try a cappella tommy here we go <laughs> you took the thorn in my heart and wore it in a crown no greater love in my life will be found. Be found. You took the thorn in my heart and wore it in a crown. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed our special Easter episode today. That wherever you are, you are filled with hope and joy. That you're able to spend some beautiful time with your loved ones this holiday and some time for yourself and reflection and celebration of the promise of new beginnings in your life as well. Remember to keep sending us your emails. We'd love to hear how you're doing and your cup of inspiration you want to share with our Jake's Place family. Our next episode will be the first episode in Season 2. Dun, dun, dun. Season two. <laughs> so make sure you don't miss it, guys. And again, in the meantime, Tommy and I send you love and joy, peace and harmony. And I'd like to leave you with this Easter blessing. Best wishes to you this Easter 
May your life be blessed with joy and prosperity. The risen Christ is celebrated in every open flower, in every beam of nourishing sunlight, in every humble patch of green beneath our feet. Easter blessings.
and I are just tickled to death that you took time out of your busy schedule to stop by and visit us today at Jake's Place Songs and Tales. We hope you enjoyed the show and will consider becoming a subscriber. You can find us and subscribe at your favorite podcast provider. If you're interested in becoming an underwriter or would just like to drop us a line, we'd love to hear from you. Please send all your feedback, comments, inquiries, ideas for future shows to tmagraph.com forward slash Jake's Place. There you'll find our comments section as well as our Lake Country store. Check out some of our cool merchandise, Jake the Road Dog Book, and of course our CDs. You mean the world to us. And Tommy and I are just so thankful to be sharing this beautiful road dog journey with you, one paw print at a time. Until our next episode, let yourself be crazy beautiful, find the song in your heart, and hey, still some meat on that bone, Jake.